everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially uh, Mr. Andy's other favorite Twitter topic of the last week, Sammy Guevara. He wants more Sammy in his timeline. Help, help him out. Hook him up. Oh, and Wheeler Yuta. <laughs> My name's Luke. I'm your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me, as always, is the songwriting extraordinaire, Mr. Andy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Hey, my name's Mr. Andy, and, uh, you know, I was going to say, like, hey, are you guys ready for Hyper Battle 22, a.k.a. Night of Champions? Yeah! But uh, I am going to say, oh, I, I'm pretty sure, like, Sammy should turn heel. Like, this is what I heard. I heard he should turn heel. Yeah, it really sucks seeing him make out with his awesome hot girlfriend and brag on TV about how they both how, how do I mute all AEW tweets? How do I do that? Like I need to do that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know why you would, but you should just join us, man. Just join us. Just watch it. No, no. There's an interesting uh, note uh, in the news, Luke, about yep. AEW and New Japan. But uh, why don't you tell us how we can get a hold of us? So the the things can tell us the the thing. All right. Before we get into the news, there's ways people can contact us. I am. Uh, on the Tweety at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is there at Drusifer Tweets. Collectively, we are there never op- at Never Open Pod. And you can send us a written or voice email if you wish to. NeverOpenPod at gmail.com. Yeah, we need more emails. Talking yeah. to you. You know who yeah. you are. Yeah. It, what? You can't type? Voice emails. Yeah. 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 That's right. We'll take them both. Either way. Yeah. And in fact, if you I, I don't know what other, if you fax to something, I'll read it out. OK, that's yeah. that's how far I'm willing to go. Text message. Well, you know, I don't like I don't like text for work type stuff. I guess P- pigeons and stuff. Homing pigeons. Let it. Yes. Carry yeah, pigeons. absolutely. Anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flags, you know, like on the pirate ships, they would bring up different flags and stuff. It's like that. You can do that. And we will interpret the, the flags that you're uh, sailing into your yeah. pro wrestling takes. That's right. Also, uh, buy our stuff. It's awesome stuff. And I'll put this, the commercial for our stuff at the start of the show rather than at the end like I did last I mean, episode. Uh, we have a Teespring shop. You can look never as fuck with awesome never merch. So go get that stuff. And uh, we will appreciate that uh, very much. Thank you. Did, did you like my tweet? It was like, it was like, uh, you know, offend strangers, confuse your friends and family, you know, <laughs> buy a never a Fox shirt. Um, oh, so yeah. funny. Yep. So, by the way, we are talking about Hyper Battle 22 this episode, but there is some news, I some interesting news battle. on New Japan World. Uh, I don't know when it starts. I, I didn't write that part down, but Yeah. <laughs> For Japanese subscribers of New Japan World, they will also have access to uh, Dynamite and Rampage and all that kind yeah. of stuff every week. So not just the parts that have New Japan wrestlers in it, but the whole shows. So, yeah, that's pretty good. And I guess uh, everyone listening is just like, well, why does it have to be Japanese people? I can just use my VPN, set it to Japan, and boom, I've got AEW. So there you go. There's uh, a way that Andy can get it if he wishes to, but he's like, Totally not doing that, yeah. Uh, but but no. So that's pretty good. That's uh that's them trying to 
that that'll be good for New Japan because uh, it might up their subscription base too. Yeah, it's like um, you know, I guess they don't have AEW doesn't have a TV deal in Japan, which is kind of surprising, you know. But maybe that's because you know Japanese wrestling's like the mafia or some shit, and they're like, "Fuck you, you're not allowed to be in our country," which is very much might be the case. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah. I think that it's interesting because this is a way that Japanese fans can watch this stuff. And, of course, they will enjoy that. You know, um, I don't know. You know, we'll see how it shows up on the on the station or on the 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 site. I'm interested to see what it looks like, because every once in a while something shows up on there and we can't watch it. But it'll be like you can watch it in like 10 days or something. So I wonder if that might be the case. We'll see. Yep. So yeah, uh, you, dude, you're not watching Dynamite. There's nothing, nothing that, that can make you do that. Not even Daniel Brian Danielson, your favorite wrestler, can make you watch that show. That's correct. Yeah, you're just determined to not watch it. <laughs> yeah, that is accurate. You're describing <laughs> me very accurately. Describing not me when anyone talked about fucking Game of Thrones. Nope, I haven't watched it, and I'm not watching it. Get out of here. Oh, man, season three is dope. So, uh, anyway, Luke, what other news is there about right. Japan and the wrestling? All right, and this is something kind of, well, you reported on weeks ago, and they've just gone out and publicly said it now. Uh, they're trying to get uh, travel visas and stuff and work visas for, uh, for Gaijins, so... Yeah, this is good news, which means uh, Japan's opening up a bit more, and hopefully we'll start seeing some some new faces in New Japan, I wonder especially if we'll see around Best of Super Juniors. Yeah. I wonder if we'll see any soon. We'll see. I oh, like, yeah. I like ham on toast. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that is our news and my creaky chair. Sorry. He's, like, punching it, like, stop creaking. <laughs> That, that, that just bitch. makes the creaking worse. <laughs> <laughs> Sky abuses chairs. Let's get him. All right. Uh, <laughs> are you ready, Mr. Guy, to talk about Hyper Battle 22? Yes. Um, we're at Ryagoku, Ryagoku and yep. dude, the fucking place is packed, Luke. It's yep. packed. It sure is. It. it yeah, I think this might be one of the biggest turnouts that we've seen since. It was 5,000 uh, people, which isn't. I mean, that's like how many they drew at like Wrestle Kingdom, if I think. Yeah, but that's right, the Tokyo right? Dome. Like, you can right. space so, out that many people. This is it, a smaller venue, so. It looked like it was really packed because it was. And uh, we had Kevin and Chris on the call, but they were not there, which makes their commentary rough at times. It's not their fault. I mean, like, you know, we had like somebody show up at one time and they're like, could it be? Is it? And it's just like, oh, you guys, I'm sorry. It's it can't be genuine if you're not there. So they have a hard time at some points. Yep. So, uh, you know, the commentary is fine. Uh, but uh, I'll just tell everyone how I watched this. Uh, so uh, I did not watch this live. Uh, I, I did. Charity and I went to Melbourne. And when we got back, uh, I was like, oh, man. It's been like a few hours since the show started. So I was like, oh, man, <laughs> is the show almost finished? And you're like, not even close. No. Like, God damn it. No. But, uh, it's like match did, four. Yeah. I did watch the main event live. But the way I did it was 
I put it on the Japanese commentary just in case uh, Kevin or Chris spoiled something from a previous match. So, yeah, I don't know what the commentary is like for that main event, Mr. Andy. So if you heard any of it, you can you can talk about that. But uh, I just said oh, the Japanese. Very important. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. It was fun because you hopped on and got to watch it live. And I got up at 4 a.m. and watched it live. It was a fun experience. There was like a few of our friends were on there. Jay was on. We had uh, Ian was on. Everybody was on Twitter typing away and making the jokes. And it was good times. Oh, stupid real life and friends doing stuff that I have to go to. <laughs> I hey, the Tweety conversation. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be fine. You'll, you'll have plenty of chances to do that at 630 in the evening. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Uh, Hyper Battle 22 at Rigoku. We start off with Yuchiro, Bad Luck Fale, and Chase with uh, Gato, uh, Gorillas of Destiny, Tanahashi, and Jado. And yeah, this show's off to a great start. It's still kind of weird for me to see Tanahashi in the opening, but. That's okay. It's fine. And <laughs> there's this funny part where Chase goes to kind of dropkick Tamatonga. And as he's doing it, he comes out with the fucking sickest burn I've ever heard. Do you know what it was? No. What did he say? Oh, man. You're... Do you have a nappy on or something? Are you, you sure? I, you I always wear a diaper during All the right. uh, podcast in case I poop my pants loud. All right. Cool. Okay. So he drop kicks Tam- Tamatonga, and as he's drop kicking him, he says, "I hate your face." Oh, yes, that's like Grandma's boy, isn't that what that guy says? Grandma's that's ex- boy. That's about as much as much selling as that joke needs. Yep, that was yeah, perfect. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't funny. Uh, he's not usually funny. Not known uh, for being funny. Yes, that was extreme sarcasm on my part, but. Uh, this this match almost ends in a way that uh, some of these matches have been with the C trigger to the back of the head, then propping Gato up for the pin. But Jado kicks out, and that was I think just just before just before and Gato had uh, finally got caught in a green killer as well. So that was pretty awesome. And then the the end of the match is freaking hilarious, and uh, takes a while for one of the guys to get in position for his part. Which is- <laughs> but eventually they all put cross faces on the heels and Jado taps out Gato and acts yeah. like he just won the main event at Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> it's amazing. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, apparently on commentary, uh, it's mentioned that Jado's name apparently means evil ways. And that's what they're, that's what they're saying as Jado's handed his uh, New Japan Lion t-shirt. They all get lion <laughs> shirts. I'll put him on at the end. Uh, and Tanahashi doesn't put one on because he is New Japan. He doesn't That's have right. to wear a shirt. And he's pointing at him. Check him out. Here's a shirt. Um, so something I noticed immediately during this match is that the crowd was like, oh, whoa, ah, ooh. You know, they didn't give a fuck. They were making <laughs> audible reactions to just about everything. Yep. You know, and I went back uh, and watched a couple matches uh, from pre-COVID recently. And, you know, we're not too far off, man. We're only missing, you know, like the really, really loud crowd reactions. And we're missing. The, yeah, the Taiji. We're missing Pushy. That shit. So I wish we could get that back um, and we'd be right where we need to be. But this match was so much fun. 
it's ridiculous. It doesn't even matter what moves they do in this match. This is like truly working. This is like yeah. where it's just about the stupid story and about the, you know, the goofy shit that they're doing. And it works great. The crowd's so into it. Everything Jado does, they're like, yeah. <laughs> So yep. funny, and it's great to see Jado getting the push, and I love to see him in a shirt. But he had sl- he was very confused by the shirt that had sleeves on it. You know, <laughs> I, I don't even know how he got it on. You know, it must have been a triple XL or something. I don't know how he got it on. I'm always surprised how he gets shirts on. He can't move his arms up that high. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there is That's that. So but sure. yeah, you know, we're after a good start. By the way, the first time a Japanese crowd is allowed to open its mouth is it gonna are they gonna go so nuts that it's gonna sound like a western crowd or what i mean i hope not fuck western crowds yeah. one fall shut the fuck up yeah what what make, making what? fun of yeah that that is not <sighs> can you shut the fuck up and let him cut the promo geez well unless he's yeah the best unless he's he like heel reactions i ever saw one time i was at a ring of honor show and bj whitmer came out and he was fucking trying to cut a promo but he got booed so bad he every time he tried to talk just couldn't even hear him so he just kept trying to talk and he worked it so well that the crowd was just fucking fuming and i've never (laughs) seen somebody get such nuclear heat that they couldn't even cut their promo because no one could hear them (laughs) it's amazing amazing All right, man. So let's do it. Our second match of the evening. It's, yeah. it's Will and Aaron Hanare versus. Oh, Hanare, Mister versus... Blocker. You mean he blocked me on Twitter, Luke? Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's like he's not impressed with you saying it's only two. So many ways. <laughs> so, maybe that's what it is. He, he heard me say so many ways. <laughs> And or it could be you. It could be that. I don't know. He's got me blocked. I don't know why. Oh, man. Well, you know, maybe he doesn't like your your name's a bit, bit devilish. Maybe maybe he's religious or something. Who cares? Anyway, I'm going to make you laugh about Hanare in a minute anyway. So because the commentators at the start, they put over the, the streaks or the win-loss records of all the wrestlers. Also, you know, by the way, uh, Chris Sampson, everyone. Chris Sampson, yay. Mm. Uh, but he's, they're putting over how, how, nice how guy, many wins yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's too. a nice guy so. we get it also Naito like, and Shingo are in this match by the way Yeah, a, a commentator could just bring up statistics and I would just believe them I don't, I don't need their sources uh, <laughs> <laughs> just Wow, Luke's being a fucking jerk tonight. Uh, yeah, totally so the commentators put over the win-loss records each wrestler's had. It's bit, you know trying to make them all sound impressive, and then as the match is starting and we're watching the match, they they start talking about the winning imp- implications for Tetsuya Naito. You know, a win if he gets the win here, what what does this mean for him in his future? If Shingo gets the win here, what does it mean for him in his future? Same with uh, Osprey. What, if he gets the pin here, what does this mean for him in his future? And then... Oh, <laughs> There's a spine buster there. Uh, yeah. Under the ropes. Uh. And, and as soon as that happened, I was just like, oh, I think we've found our jobber for this evening. <laughs> Poor guy. 
He does some pretty decent shit with uh, Shingo though. He gets the rampage on, and uh, they have a good, pretty good bout. I, I wouldn't mind uh, a one-on-one with him. Hanare is probably going to be in the G1 this year. I'd be surprised if he isn't. Oh, he will, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's good for him. I, I'd actually like to see that. He needs yeah. to be in the same block as Shingo, in the same block as uh, as uh, Ishii, because those are the two guys that he's had his best matches against. Now, you're in a, a match with three f- f- former world champions, and the match ends with you just getting, like, a maid in Japan. I'm like, really? You couldn't give him a Last of the Dragon or something? No, he's Hanari. Yeah. So many ways. <laughs> he can he can be pinned. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, this match is awesome. It's yep. awesome. It's a hundred miles an hour. The whole match is a hundred miles an hour. Guys doing fucking awesome shit. I love it. I love this match. And I was like watching this. I'm like, oh, Luke's gonna love this match because it's like there's no downtime. It's just ridiculous. Yep. Awesome hundred miles an hour shit the whole time. And I really enjoy Shingo just like selling like a motherfucker. And I don't know if you noticed this, but after the match, he put on Hanari's sunglasses. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I thought that like Shingo was cool. I was like, oh, he's the coolest. Like that's his gimmick that he's cool. But then I saw him with the sunglasses on. I was like, wow. That's next I, level. Yeah, he has like an aura now. You know, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I, I was uh, really blown away by that. And that was really funny. And there were lots of great Twitter jokes about that. <laughs> oh my goodness so yes uh so many implications for uh, so all three men involved in that match <laughs> <laughs> amazing oh my god and you know it's a trend i don't think there's any shit matches on the card i think they're all pretty no. good so uh, next week yep and from here on out it's title matches you know well mostly title matches one's a trophy match but it still counts but we start off with the bullet club cuties taiji shimori and al Fantasmo versus the ass masters which is uh taguchi and uh wato who's yeah wato anyway <laughs> i feel like this is a great match right but i feel like taguchi al Fantasmo, and ishimori are going for this kind of action-packed fun style and then wato's tagged in and he's like i'm gonna fucking kill you all <laughs> fucking take that bitch <laughs> so yeah it's, it's a bit of a contrast in styles there that's that's fine but uh, there's something i never thought i'd see is a tree of woe 69 which is <laughs> absolutely hilarious there's a, a sudden death to taguchi's ass uh, man, man, this is this match gets pretty awesome. Wato takes does, all the yeah. yeah. Wato takes like all of the finishes, all of them. And I wonder if they stiffed him a little bit too, because he's like they're like, calm the fuck down, Wato. Shit. Like he doesn't bite. He's good. He's in a match, but he's got he's he's like super intense, and the other guys are just like, hey, let's have a good time. But yeah, he gets all the finishes and survives. And Taguchi, he wins by uh, yeah, teabagging. <laughs> <laughs> with his trademark red jocks so yeah yeah great stuff the ass masters retain i think that his um ass was out actually and i actually you know um they truly are the ass masters and that's of course how they win yep. but uh water's just like yeah i like that or something 
he doesn't really know. But the 69 thing. So basically, Wado was in the tree of woe. And then they did the old ring post Ida spot to uh, to Gucci, which made them 69 each other. <laughs> really funny. But Gucci had awesome shit in this match, too. Like he did a three yeah. amigos that uh, the third one was a superplex. Fucking cool. Love that. That was on ELP. Um, and then Wado hit a top rope double stomp on ELP. ELP was one of the main things that was awesome in this match, but also Ishimori. So there was this like really awesome spot where ELP's got, uh, I believe it was Wado. He's got him up for the, like his, you know, airplane spin F5 thingy. Yeah. That's ups, upside down F5. And so here comes uh, Ishimori off the top rope that hits a knee on water that makes the spinning action begin. And he runs over to the corner and does the triangle moonsault to the outside on, on Taguchi, who's on the outside, just all like boom, boom, boom. And it was like, whoa. Yeah, that that's where I thought I it was see. over. That's what I want to see in a junior tag tag championship match. So that made me really happy. And uh, I, I also, water was just stiffing people right and left in this match, like you said. <laughs> it's just like, he was just—he was working stiff. Like, why? Why? It's really funny. So, like you're saying, everybody's flipping around and doing all kinds of cool shit. He gets in, stiffs a guy, and it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> why? But it's my turn funny. to have some fun, and then yeah. his version of having fun is just to be like, oh, looks like shit, hurts <laughs> like hell. It's pretty funny. So, um, but yes, I I really enjoyed this. This was fun, but this was just a taste because things are gonna get even better from here. I mean, this this next thing is one of my favorite things I've ever seen in my life. This is amazing. Yeah. By the way, what I wanted after this match was over is I wanted Doki and Kanemaru to come out. Well, okay. guess what, Luke? What on on the uh, the next like there's a golden fight or some shit. And the next tag team tag team championship challengers are Kanemaru and Dookie. I don't know why they really? Oh, it's wrestling Don Taku May May first. Yes. Yay! Yeah. So that's actually happening. I was gonna wait till later to tell you that, but they did announce the wrestling Don Taku card, which we'll talk about later. Oh my god! Ah, oh, yes. I'm so excited now. Yay! Dookie gets a title match. He's worked his ass off by he losing a lot. Win. I mean, he could pin Wado. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I don't think Taguchi would lose too much from it either. No, but I mean, Wado. He's always over. Come on. Yeah. Fuck Wado. <laughs> All right, let's let's do it. <sighs> let's do the match that easily could have been, at least for us, Andy, uh, the main event. <laughs> this was amazing. I love this. It is Tai Chi versus Toriano in a sumo match. Sumo match. Or uh, something. Or something. <laughs> Sumo-inspired match. This isn't a sumo match. This is just a tribute. <laughs> Man, this match is absolutely awesome. Apparently, uh, Toriano has been in every single King of Pro Wrestling match. So that is surprising. I heard that and I was like, "Oh my god, no kidding!" Yes. It truly is his trophy. Yeah, really, it really is. So as the ropes are being removed, Yano is sitting down. He's anxious to start, wanting them to hurry up. He's he's all freaking out about it but uh, tai chi and miho abe are just sitting there just kind of meditating or something they're all cool as cucumbers but then uh, the ropes come down <laughs> they've got like this, this look yeah. this like calm look that miho abe has on her face 
It's like the only time she's I've ever seen her where she didn't look like she was about to cry. I was like, well, who is this person? And like, and you, you know, we also we have a Tai Chi in this amazing kimono. Like, and yes. I thought there was going to be nothing on under there. I thought he was just going to have the diaper on under there. I thought that would have been funny. That you know, but been no, cool. it's it, he has his regular gear on. But man, he, you know, it, this this entrance, this Tai Chi entrance is one of the best Tai Chi entrances ever. It's incredible. Also, I do like, like, he means business because he takes his pants off at the start. He's like, <laughs> yep, we're done with this. These are coming right off. <laughs> dude this is just so much fun like they try to irish whip each other outside straight away and and then like they're both on the on the edge of the ring trying not to fall out and yano's grabbed the ref so all three of them are trying not to fall out of the ring which is great oh my god there's like yano's grabbed onto the the ring post and holding on trying not to fall off and the roman greco throat holding the corner and stuff <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> they do. I feel like they do kind of everything they could do to get, you know, really close with uh, throwing them out on the corner and stuff. It's absolutely, it's hilarious. It's a lot of fun. But finally, Taiji just grabs the Arno Sumo belt and just throws him the fuck out. And we've got a new King of Pro yeah. Wrestling champion. What do you think of this one? Yeah, he's, that's right. He's the King of Pro Wrestling Emperor, or Emperor of Pro Wrestling, excuse me, Holy Emperor. I love yep. this. Um, you know, I love the entrance, all that shit. The pomp and circumstance was hilarious. And the <laughs> fact that they, uh, you know, they had all these like clever ways to try to throw each other out of the ring, which were good. Also, I think we had future ball draft in this match and he took a ridiculous bump. He gets tossed out of the ring. It basically just runs out of the ring, like runs right into the barricade. That's <laughs> and right. The, crowd, the crowd's like, oh, <laughs> I was like fucking lost it, and they <laughs> shit their pants when Taichi just chucked Yano out of the ring because he just threw him out of the damn ring. <laughs> yes, great. And Yano took a, a good bump out of the ring. It was awesome. Um, but that wasn't it. I mean, not only did Taichi have this amazing sumo match. I mean, this is this is one of my favorite King of Pro Wrestling matches. You know, I I, I don't know what my favorite one is, but I think this is my this is my current favorite because it's the most recent, but it's also amazing. <laughs> I love this so much. It was awesome. But uh, that wasn't it because not only is Tai Chi the holy emperor of pro wrestling, yep. but he gets the mic and uh, he wants another match. Luke, who's he want to match with? Well, remember earlier on during the commentary for uh... – the LIJ Empire match. It's mentioned that Hanare really, really, really wants to get his singles match with this guy. And uh, yeah, he's going to have to wait a little longer because Taichi's like, Shingo, you and me. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. The crowd was so into it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Oh, my God. And he's like, doesn't have to be silly. You know, it no. could be like a fucking hard match, quote unquote. So, yeah. Well, that's right. I'm looking forward to that. It'll be my, it'll be never as fuck. And so maybe Taichi, like someone, I can't remember who it was. Someone tweeted something pretty smart. They said, Taichi fixed the uh, tag division. Now he's going to fix the King of Pro Wrestling. <laughs> I was like, I can't remember who tweeted that, but that was pretty smart, you know, because Taichi <laughs> has done a lot for New Japan over the past couple of years. That's for sure. Yeah, he stepped up. He's gotten a lot better. And as well, like he just has, man, working with, the people he gets to work with every night. How, how do you not get better? And so here, here it is. 
like I'm getting ready because I feel like it's a halfway point. So I'm just like, eh, I'll just skip. Oh, Sonata's here. All right, I'll rewind. Oh, but Oops. before that, we had the G1 Climax schedule That's right. announced. That's so why that's, I skipped it. After yeah. the G1 Climax was announced, I was like, well, nothing can be important after this, obviously. So they're going to disinfect. Then I, I was like, oh, shit, Sonata's there. <laughs> but yes, June, uh, uh, ooh, the start of June all the way to mid-August will be the most wonderful time of the year, the G1 yeah. Climax. Uh, so it's just the announcement. They're not going to announce who's in it because uh, they haven't even announced who's in the best Super Juniors yet. They're not going to spoil any, anything or, or anything like that. So, yes, the G1, it's happening. It's back in its old schedule. That's awesome. Can't yeah. wait. Excited about that. Even Kevin Kelly was like, oh, it's back where it belongs. And I was like, yeah. The world's healing. So. Yes, that's right. Man, I love the G1. I can't wait. <sighs> Can I, if, please don't have a Bushi win four times in a row. Oh, I did win last year. That was a car. Oh, yeah, that's right. Awesome. I, uh, now now I miss a Bushi. I can't believe I just oh, said that. He's going to be... I. You know, he's got to be back at some point before the G1. Can't just throw a dude in the G1, my opinion. But then again, if you're you can that, when he's somebody, won three of them in a row. I know. I just concerned about. But the intent, know. the intensity and the schedule. Like, yeah, just like turn him into straight. Easy men, just easy men. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, after that awesome announcement about the G1 Climax, Sonata comes out with the US title and I'm. Um, you know, I can't tell by looking at his face whether it's good news or bad news because it's Sonata. But unfortunately, he's wearing sunglasses inside yeah. at night, yeah. which we've learned is heel shit. <laughs> Bless your Shingo. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was making fun of a heel, so that's right. Loud. So Sonata has to give up his first singles title, the poor bastard. And uh, he wants to see if he feels that Tanahashi should have it because he was the previous champion. But then uh, that Will guy comes out and <laughs> fucking goes off on on Sonata saying, uh, it's not my fault you don't know how to protect yourself. And I was like, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So he cuts a promo going, bullshit. He demands a US title and he expects Sonata just to hand it to him. And I'm like, that's definitely not happening. And so Tanahashi comes out and here we go. We have our uh, next United States title match. It will be Hiroshi Tanahashi versus uh, that guy at Fukuoka. Is that going to be Wrestling Dontaku? Dontaku? Yeah. Yeah. That's the so, yeah. semi-main event, you know, so. Yeah, it'll be a good match. So, yeah. yeah. That's great. I, You know, it's weird. When Sonata first came out, I, I kind of didn't, like, understand. Like, I was like, why isn't he in his gear? How's he going to protect Hiromu? If, you know, because I thought it was like the Hiromu match was coming up and that, you know, he was mm. there to protect Hiromu from, from you know, evil dicks. But uh, it, it wasn't that at all. And I was wrong. Oh, and then he kind of made it sound like uh, Chris Charlton's uh, translation of what Sonata was saying was something like that he was out there to be like, yeah, so I can't defend this. So I'm just going to give it to Tanahashi. <laughs> That's what he was saying. And not and so, even Tanahashi wants to. Just handed a belt. You know he well, must prefer yeah. to have a match for it. And so that's why Will was pissed, is because he's like, wait a second, <laughs> you can't do that. First of all, which he's right. So yeah, and I was the last person to beat you anyway. Yeah, so give it to true. me. So yeah, I don't, I don't care how 
about the story. I just want to see that match. It's going to be It'll awesome. be good. It'll yep. Be good. All right. So the next match, I, I like this match a lot. It's great. But the, the finish is not exactly what I expect and I wanted, but I think I feel like it, yeah, it, it is what it is. So let's talk about it, Mr. Mr. Guy. I don't know what your what your thoughts on this match are, so I guess I'll find out in a minute. But uh, we have Evil versus Hiromu Takahashi, and uh, Hiromu is not in any colours. He's in pretty much all black and white, or black black pants that say Evil all over them and all that kind of stuff. He still looks... got his pink boots though, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's rocking the Evil pants though. His, his, starts... his boots yeah. didn't show up just like uh, Zack Sabre Jr.'s. That's right. <laughs> they bought it from the same company. They're going to get two very uh, loud negative reviews, and uh, they're going out of business. Yay. Anyway, <laughs> it starts off pretty hot, though, this match, and everyone, everyone wants Hiromi to win. And uh, I think Evil bumps like a maniac in this, too, for Hiromi. It's awesome. But we start off with two double shotgun drop kicks on the outside, which is really cool. We've got a chair neck on Hiromu, and uh, on commentary, Kevin now says it's 219 chops in the Suzuki match. Make up your mind. I need the exact figure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Chris Sampsa. Yeah. Hey, Chris Sampsa, <laughs> our good friend, buddy. Um, sorry I made jokes. Uh, give me the stats, please. I guess I could just well, go well, with Yeah, we'll say we'll cite you as a source on our shitty yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i actually find some of that stuff fascinating too so i'm just like oh i don't know anyway that's yeah there's a sunset bomb in this match which is awesome evil hangs on and then i see dick togo coming up to stop it and i'm just like Uh-oh. dude power bomb him into togo that'd be awesome and he does it and i'm like yeah. yes oh my god <laughs> it's amazing then hiromu does the thing where he runs around the entire ring to get up momentum for a drop kick and evil just throws a young lion into it <laughs> which is awesome there's a I ref bump that. there's a lot of the ref bumping in this and being distracted and stuff but oh excuse me a magic killer on Hiromu was a no but dick togo puts it and Hiromu put it on evil oh my god yay there's a time bomb but evil kicks out there's low blows to both guys <laughs> But uh, Hiromu is then thrown into the exposed corner. Everything is evil. And one, two, three. I'm talking about what happens after the match. After I've heard from you, Mr. Andy. What? How do you feel? I know you don't usually care who wins or loses. It's a good match. I, I would have preferred a different outcome because now there's so many things in my fantasy dream book that are going to stay fantasies. <laughs> yeah, this is... Uh... This is the only match where, like, the person, like, the the result kind of was like, oh, like, mm-hmm. kind of bummed me out a little bit. But the match is very good, and there's lots of, you know, it's Hiromu overcoming the two guys, but he's just, Hiromu is like a force of nature and has been for a while where he's just like, you know, he's unstoppable no matter what you do to him. <laughs> you have to kill him, and you can't kill him. So it's it's awesome. Now, there's two spots in this match that were really cool psychology wise, just some really just just great pro wrestling. There was a point where, you know, we know whoever can win. We know it can beat evil because he's done it. And because this 
thing happens where basically he ends up getting a pin like this this cool like roll up thing on yeah. uh evil for like an eight count but we got dick togo that distracts the ref which is just a solid you know tag team type thing that would normally happen but it's pretty cool in this match i like it but it feeds into what happens later because hiromu gets that same roll up again and the crowd is like immediately biting on it because they know he's already gotten a minute for an eight count surely yeah. he can get two and evil kicks out at 2.9999 and the crowd is like that was awesome <laughs> Awesome. And the whole match was building up to that spot. And that's when Hiromu loses immediately after that. Fantastic, like, pro wrestling. Is it a great, like, New Japan match or whatever? Or, like, is it never as fuck? No, not really. You know, but it's a very good pro wrestling match. I I enjoyed this a lot. I was bummed that Hiromu didn't win. But here's the deal. When you hit your finisher if you're the baby face and you hit your finisher on the guy that isn't the guy in the match you know you're losing like that's how you know a guy's losing immediately it's like if because he's not gonna hit the finish twice you know and i know that hiromu has a different finisher but he was using he went as soon as he hit everything is evil on dick togo i was like oh he's losing i was like fuck (laughs) (laughs) and he did immediately so it's just you know how that works that's always the way it works it's, it's it's sometimes it sucks having watched so much wrestling you've just been like okay yep i know what's going on now yeah yeah so, <laughs> well but, but, uh, but yeah then we had some excitement afterwards right all right so after every never open uh title match what do i want to know i want to know who's next for the never open title who's right, going to cool. challenge next i must know i need to know i need to know that more than i need to know the challenges for any other pieces of gold because it's the damn never title and I'm quite happy with the uh, with the result. Uh, uh, Tamatonga comes out. He comes out. Obviously, he's going to challenge that never gold. But Yujiro comes out from behind. There's a beat down. But, uh, you know, Tonga Loa comes out. Ape shit on Yujiro. And a gun stun on evil. And pretty much Tamatonga's like, I'm going to get my revenge, bitch. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm into it. Uh, evil Tamatonga for the never title. Luke, um, already announced for Fukuoka is this match at Wrestling Dontaku on <clears> May 1st. And uh, not only that, but I mean, you know, we can't just have that match. We got this other guy, you know, these other guys that are in in the faction. So we have to have also on the undercard, Tamatonga versus Yujiro. You mean Tongaloa versus Yujiro? Tongaloa versus Yujiro. Oh, my Thank God. You. Uh, yeah, well, you know, everyone deserves we'll a paycheck, see. I guess. We've Maybe never seen Babyface. Babyface Tonga logo might be awesome. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Oh, man. Okay. All right. That's, uh, yeah. Okay. So now, hey, I, I reckon I'm pretty happy with most of the finishes of this of this show. But uh, except for the obviously the never open title match, but I would have been disappointed if this had gone the other way, because uh, oh yeah, yeah, this is Team Bishamon versus <laughs> versus uh, Great Okan on the cob. Oh my God, yes. All right, I guess I'm a fan of Yoshihashi as I guess as much as one can be a fan of him. So I like the whole underdog thing. But I'm, I look at these two teams, I'm just like fuck them up, Empire just 
beat the shit out of them. I want I want to see you guys with gold because uh, yeah, that's just how I feel. So yes, I was very happy with this match and very happy to see uh, Cobb just surfing on uh, Yoshihashi while he does those stupid hand gestures that Chaos do. That was it looked like it hurt too, didn't it? It looked like he was kind yeah. of moving his feet around. I was like, ow. <laughs> Unless it feels good, like he likes massages like that. So he's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, probably. I wonder if uh, his favorite people to wrestle now, Yoshihashi, are Jeff Cobb and Bad Luck Fale. Because he can he can pretend he's getting hurt, but really he's like, oh, yeah, just step a little to the left. Oh, oh that's perfect. I mean, I think everybody's like, oh, my back's fine. You know, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want a part of that. Cobb uh, gets... Uh, Yoshihashi up in a vertical, vertical kind of suplex position, right? And just runs, runs and does his suplex. I'm just like, you just, what? Love that. What? Uh, Grady Khan does some awesome pump kicks too in this match, which I really like. And uh, there's the double team moves by Khan <laughs> and Cobb just look like they freaking hurt. They're awesome. There's like this double team sheet killer thing, which is fantastic. Fucking Yoshihashi does like two destroyers in this match. Uh, I'm pretty sure, which is like, all right. He's, he's trying to pull something out too, which is great. Greater Khan breaks up a Shoto pin because I was like, really? Jeff yeah, Cobb's getting pinned? I didn't like that. I didn't like that. You, yeah, you didn't like it because you were like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Goto's got to put – yeah, you didn't want them to retain, obviously. Uh, Greater Khan does uh, this huge fucking eliminator. It was huge. <laughs> Cobb handle. Yeah. So it was like the karma. He like did like the karma, but he turned it hit into his move. Yeah, it was awesome. There's an imperial drop on Goto, then a tour of the islands on Yoshihashi, and we have new tag champs. And I feel like it, no matter what happened in the match, I feel like your favorite part will still be Goto <laughs> Khan at the end bitching out Goto. And uh, getting on the mic and cutting a promo on him. <laughs> he stood on his throat, too, while he was, like, yelling at him. He's like, fuck you. Oh, you <laughs> fucking suck. I'm so awesome. Look at me. Dude, how awesome is this for, for Great Khan? Like, he clearly yeah. was excited by this. And, so, I mean, so is... But, hey, it's his first title, so, yeah. had a different colors he had a different hat and i'm pretty sure that lettering on the front i'm pretty sure it's, it says great ocon i'm pretty sure that's what it says but um <laughs> the honorable ref chumpy was presiding of this match yeah. also important to mention but um i really like watching jeff cobb just throw goto around like he's nothing because he is nothing it's awesome <laughs> um and, you know, Yoshihashi was kind of the heel in this match in a lot of ways because he kept going after Jeff Cobb's knee, and that's all he could do. He had nothing. That's all he could do. That and yell. And I tell you what, if you, like, watch Great Ocon and Jeff Cobb working, and they're kind of like quiet workers, you know, they're not yelling and shit. And, you know, if Ocon does it, it's, like, right before a move, like the Mongolian chops. But then, like, Goto and, and Yoshihashi tag in, and they're just like, ah, you know just screaming and it's just like stop doing that that's so that's bush league is what that is luke that's fucking bush league so um but yeah i was upset that we got this like shoto that's on jeff Cobb, but it's awesome because okan just walks up to yoshihashi and fucking does that like 
uppercut jab thing with his fingers right to Yoshihashi's throat. I put that on Instagram because it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because he couldn't defend himself. It was great. And he couldn't yell after he took it too. <laughs> yes, he was like, fuck. That was great. I really enjoyed that. Um, there was a really bad hold by Yoshihashi on Cobb where I couldn't tell who was in the hold. <laughs> no idea who was in the hold. <laughs> that was pretty funny. But um, yeah, after the match, like you said, Greater Khan screaming at Goto and stepping on him. It's <laughs> like absolutely <laughs> awesome. He's so happy and he got his gold. I love when bad guys are happy and Greater Khan's very happy. Right he even now. makes a young lion uh, put the belt on him too. <laughs> Oh, man. I hope he starts using one of them as a stool to get into the ring and shit like that. Yeah. He, like, he takes the steps and throws them away and then makes a young lion, like, you know, go down. He, he makes on. one young lion lay flat and then the other young lion, <laughs> like, kind of, like, you know, uh, on, on all fours so he can just be a walk on two of them. That'd be hilarious. I want to see it. Make it happen. So what? We know how to defeat Great Okan, though. It's easy, Luke. And I hate to tell you this. But basically, we have to wear a hat that has, like, uh, what are those things called? Um, <laughs> they convert electricity from light. <laughs> we just need, need to use the moon when the moon's shining. Yes. Make a cartoon sword. Yeah. That would help, too. Um, you know. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, we can just put, like, a piece of paper on his head and we're all right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. This is a great match, and I'm so happy for them, and I'm so happy that Goto lost. I really wanted to see uh, Great Okan get his first title uh, in New Japan, and also Okan on the Cobb has been a great tag team. Uh, Off and on during the whole COVID era, they've been tagging together, and, you know, it shows. They've got – they feel like completely different wrestlers, but they mesh really well. It's great. All right, so now we have another match I really liked, and it's Show versus El Desperado, and uh, Show opts for the Katamaro opening. At least somebody had to in this show, <laughs> so uh, thank you, Show. And uh, Chumpy's the ref here too, so I do I do want to point that out, which is awesome. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's important. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I didn't have it in the note the previous match. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Oh my we god. Two matches with Chumpy. That's not typical lately. So uh yeah. we were, you know, in for a treat. Damn straight we were. So uh <laughs> they 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 just fight it out on the outside for a bit and then show rolls El Desperado in and the bell rings and then show just throws El Desperado back the fuck out again. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess only Chumpy could have refed this match because he does get chumped the fuck out. It is oh, big time right, the chumping. And uh, shows like I know what the finish is, dickhead. So I'm just gonna hit El Desperado with chairs. <laughs> so what are you gonna do? Yeah, that's right. That's right. I listened to the Never Open podcast. You a chump. Watch <laughs> what me is it, Chris out. Charlton? He said normally that would be a disqualification, but because Ref Chumpy's outside of the ring, it's it's not. It's a hit. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> what? You, 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 no. What, what I said was more accurate, but Chris can't. Yeah, really say don't that. defend Ref Chumpy. It's just he's yeah. getting chumped out. It's a chumping. <laughs> it happens. Also, El Desperado takes two of the gnarliest railing bumps <laughs> that I can think of. The first one happens when Show just like um, 
runs at him and just kind of pushes him off off the ring ring apron. He launches off, lands awkwardly on his leg and hip, and I'm like, oh god damn. And then there's another time he goes for uh, like uh, a suicide dive or something like that, and he lands on his hip again. He lands on show as well, but he also lands on his hip again. I'm just like, Fucking dude, that's awesome. A, I wonder if he, in, inside his mind he was thinking, fuck, I just landed on the same spot. God damn it. <laughs> what are the chances? <laughs> oh, man. It's freaking awesome. In fact, I really like the storytelling here. And El Desperado sells like a crazy man for show. So it's awesome because uh, of the chair bumps and submission holds and stuff. El Desperado's arm is fucked. So he barely uses it. He does a one-arm suplex. He, you know, this kind of this is what you do when you're injured or get injured in a match. This was amazing. Everyone wants show to lose, so of course everyone's going for El Desperado. This title match is, I don't know, it's great. And I'm just like, we were we were saying this. We were saying this match was going to be better than the Yo match, and it is. Oh, way yeah. better. And way dude, better. One of my favorite spots as well is like a pinche loco counter into one of the patented pile drivers the show uses. And it was just like that. And I was just, wow, that was awesome. Oh my goodness. But, uh, you know, eventually pinche, he hits the pinche loco and El Desperado retains. And this match was really good. Really, really, really good stuff. What do you think? This is my favorite match of the night. I love this match so much. I mean, it's amazing. Except for Tai Chi versus Yano. I mean, that was fucking But <laughs> this is like a truly amazing and really great junior heavyweight title match. It's, uh, you know, it builds. But the thing that doesn't build, the thing that starts right from the beginning is Desperado. Just like, I'm going to die. Like, I understand. I'm the baby face in this match and I am going to die. So let's just do it right away. Because at the very beginning... Show like throws him into the ring post, and it's like the most gnarly ring post. Like, I mean, the thing that's amazing about the smash, the thing that pokes me in the eye, is that like all of these crazy bumps that are like the defining parts of this match that Desperado is using to sell this beating are just simple moves, like being thrown yeah. into the ring post. Usually that's, oh no, hit my head. Oh, you know, that's usually what it is. That's good enough. But no. Desperado like launches himself and hits side first and goes flipping off the ring post. You know, he launches himself into the guardrail. That's a simple spot. The old get knocked off the apron. Usually what guys do is they fall off like one inch away from the apron and then just slam their hands on it and go, oh, my face. You know, that's usually what happens. But Desperado launches himself into the crowd almost. And, and then that dive. I mean, this is like somebody taking simple moves and making them something special for the delight of the crowd. And I was delighted. I love this. Um, you know, there was great counters and stuff like that, but it was more, you know how sometimes the counter thing in new Japan doesn't really make any sense. They just start doing counters all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and not necessarily part of the story of the match. It's just a part of, a new Japan match. So they got to do that thing. And I love that thing. Don't get me wrong, but this match, the counters were more like a Zack Sabre jr. Match where they make sense, you know, and they're not like, they're more organic, I guess. And like everything in this match felt very organic. It's just one of my favorite Desperado matches like this yeah. and that Hiromu match, 
this is like the two best ones like ever this is really good like why is this so good and the other stuff isn't like well, he's been a we great... say that Eldis Barada is yeah. great when he's wrestling someone who's at his level or, or better. Yeah. And yeah. Hiromu, I, I, Hiromu is well, he's one of the best wrestlers on earth. And Show is at least at Eldis Barada's level, at least. Show's very good, and like this yeah. just this proves it because you know he was selling his character this whole match, and so is yep. Desperado, and this was a big story match, even though it was just this, you know ridiculous i mean there's a lot of cheating and all that kind of stuff that goes on like you said and and a lot of hardcore kind of aspects and street fight type stuff that happened and um show went after the mask and desperado's mask was kind of half hanging off of him a little bit which i don't really like that but it works in this match because it makes desperado just look even more pathetic and beat up than what he is and it's like oh my god poor man Oh yeah. my goodness. But but that wasn't it, Luke. After the match, we had shenanigans because we liked to eat ham that's on this like bread stuff. Um for some reason Bruschetta. Yeah. <laughs> Brioche. <laughs> uh, bruschetta. And uh, yeah, but before before uh, he, uh Bouchard comes out, Taichi Ishimori, someone who lost a match today. Well, that you know, I'd hop a battle comes out, and I'm just like, all right, I want to see this title match, but why? Why? Uh, didn't you lose tonight? I guess because there's kind of not many other juniors, and they're all kind of busy, I guess. So, yeah, Ishimori issues a challenge. Even El Desperado says, um, yeah, okay, even though you lost. And then uh, the lights go off, and they're off for a while, so uh, El Desperado makes a comment comment or something like that and then here he is and the commentators don't say his name for a good five or six minutes so uh is it could it be is his name is it the guy the the person yes and he doesn't say what his name is either except for bruchard and i'm just like what i i know it was rumored to be francesco akira uh, but uh, at least tell me i don't know what he looks like or anything so uh he comes out i'm like is it him i don't know i'm gonna say his name yeah so he comes out and uh he threatens threatens them both with a lighter and he's like yeah but not yet and uh he goes i'll see you at the best of the super juniors so there you go we have at least one brand new wrestler this year in the best of super juniors hell yeah yeah and and yes already we're announcing people i think soon we'll get those announcements as to when maybe at that chicago show thing they'll announce the you know, best of super juniors participants, but um, I would assume that all three of these guys are going to be in it. Now, Luke last year, I can't remember who it was. It might've been Desperado, but I feel like that like, or maybe it was two years ago that Ishimori won the title right before the best of super juniors and had it through the tournament. And I think it was off of Desperado. Didn't that happen last year? Yeah, it might've been like, I think I you're right. Like that's what happened. You know, I know he won it off somebody last year and like, that was, just kind of weird because <laughs> it happened right before the best of super juniors. But, uh, yeah. you know, uh, cause usually you'd want to, I mean, like Desperado has a pretty prestigious run. I'd hate to see him lose it right before the best of super juniors, unless he's hurt or something, you know what I mean? Like that, I, either way, I'd hate to see that happen, but, uh, it's yeah. interesting to see what happens. And I'm, I'm interested in what fire guy has to, uh, show us, you know? Right. 
Really? That's a, that's the tag team title match? Okay. For Don Taku, yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, there's some... Right. I don't know why, okay. but okay. No. Yeah, and uh, Shibata comes out uh, after the Francesco Akira stuff, too. So, uh, and he goes straight to commentary, and that, that's it. Damn it. Every time yeah. I want him to just, like, get in the ring. And You had a awesome message that you sent to me about what they could do with Shibata and how they could ease him back into New Japan. What, what was it? I don't remember. Oh, well, I was trying to put you over, so uh, I didn't steal your thunder, but I'll steal it now. And, uh, <laughs> and you said uh, he'd be perfect for the king of pro wrestling. Oh, uh, right. Yes. Cause he could because they break. can make these matches right. short, fun, light. All that kind of stuff. Well, I, they wouldn't necessarily have to be that, but they could be things no. that could protect him as far as, like, yeah. you know, uh, amateur rules or, you know, grapple only or whatever. They, If they really felt that strongly about protecting him in that fashion, then King of Pro Wrestling would be great for him. Uh, but, you know, it, I don't I don't think that's what Shibata wants. So which I understand. I mean, we already know he just was like, oh, you know what? Grapple rules only? Nah, we're just going to do a regular match. He did that at rest. Yeah, he did. Didn't he say, just say pretty much like to, uh, was it Red Narita? Like, uh, like we're having a match now. Okay. Red Narita's like, oh, I'm going to poop my pants. So, yeah. uh, well, Luke, speaking of pooping your pants, would you like to take a break so that I can clean the poop out of my pants and we can listen to Ian tell us about strong... Yes. From the date of April, April 10th. All right. I have a few options for that. Are you feeling lucky? Jeopardy, puzzle of the day, and more. Shut up! Hi, Luke and Andy. This is Ian with another New Japan Strong Review. It's night two of Strong Style Evolved, and New Japan seem to have made the drastic decision to have stuff happen and stories progress. It's almost like they're a wrestling company or something. In the first match, Hikaleo faces off against Andy Brown, and for once commentary actually mentioned the fact that Hikaleo's brothers have been kicked out of Bullet Club by Jay White. I haven't seen Andy Brown before. He comes to the ring dressed like the Blade from The Butcher and the Blade. Sadly, he doesn't wrestle like the Blade from The Butcher and the Blade. He's fine, he's an energetic, bigger guy who does dives and flying punches and things, but he doesn't have enough of anything special to make a Hikaleo match fun. In the end, Hikaleo lumbers to a victory. I feel like New Japan are missing a trick with Hikaleo by having him wrestle. His strong suit is his size and his menace. He needs to be the giant guy standing behind the bad guy and occasionally slamming people. He's just a bit too exposed in a singles match. Following this, we get Carl Fredericks versus Josh Alexander in something that is much more skillful, much more energetic, and just a little too long. Fredericks does a good Shibata-style damage sponge routine in this, absorbing Alexander's strikes and returning his own. Alexander looks good and grounded, and sparks fly when the Fredericks main event style runs into Alexander's grappling. All in all, this was a really good 8-minute singles match. Unfortunately, it lasted for 14 minutes. I could feel the crowd getting tired as this match went along, however I couldn't hear them. For several stretches of this match, the noise of boots in the ring was way louder than any reaction to what was actually happening in the ring. The crowd come back for the finish though, as Alexander hits a C4 spike and commentary start talking him up as a challenger to Tom Lawler. 
Glad to see that looking past Fred Rosser is now the official line of the show. Post-match, with Frederick still in the ring, we get a surprise appearance by The Factory from AEW. Cutie Marshall, Aaron Solo and Nick Comorato come out to try and recruit Fredericks away from the New Japan Dojo. Marshall gets a bit of a bad rep, but honestly I like him as a mid-card heel. He's arrogant, he's skillful, and he's beatable by an up-and-coming face. After a fun back-and-forth, including a nice Scott Hall tribute, we set up an LA Dojo vs. Factory match for Windy City Riot, which honestly will probably be pretty good. All the Factory Boys can go, and Kamarato is a perfect wildman gaijin for New Japan. My only question is whether we need another heel stable on New Japan Strong. Our next match is, honestly, barely a match. However, it's a really, really enjoyable fight. Fred Rosser and Eddie Kingston face Daniel Garcia and Fred Yehai, and I'll say up front that the Freds might as well not be here. The purpose of this match, and it does it brilliantly, is to show Garcia and Kingston just brawling uncontrollably. The match starts in the crowd, briefly rolls into the ring, we get at best 90 seconds of a wrestling match, and then Garcia goads Eddie into another attack. It's scrappy and rowdy and great. Crowd love it and are right to do so. The match actually ends with Fred Rosser pinning Fred Yehai, but neither Garcia nor Kingston actually notice. I don't need every match to be like this, but I'm glad this match was like this. In our main event, Jay White faced Chris Sabin, and it was every bit as solidly good as you might expect. These two guys have been in rings together for years. Back on Jay White's excursion, Sabin mentored him, and they just fall into natural chemistry here. Jay is taunting, Sabin is straight man, both are wrestling a smart match and using the ring well. The only thing that keeps this match at good rather than great is that there's not all that much story, or at least not all that much New Japan story. Bullet Club and the Machine Guns are feuding on impact, but not much of that transferred here, which I think was an unfortunate necessity as a week after this match was taped, these two would co-main event an impact pay-per-view. Knowing that explains why this match felt just a little bit like a technical dress rehearsal for a later match. And speaking of technical, there was one thing that pulled me right out of this match, which was admittedly not under the control of either participant. New Japan were using a hard cam and two floor cams for this match. Unfortunately, there's one point where the floor cams are facing each other on different sides of the ring, and unfortunately this coincides with Sabin and White fighting directly on the lion mark. What follows is a series of the most bewildering cuts I've ever seen outside of a WWE show. Sabin on the left of my screen sets up a move, Jay reverses it as the cameras reverse angles, and then Jay on the left of my screen hits Sabin with a counter. 180-degree rule entirely out the window. And it's a bad thing I was noticing this, rather than enjoying the match. Ultimately, this was a well-wrestled bout between guys who know each other well, kept from greatness by production choice and circumstance. Post-match, Jay gets into Bullet Club business. Hikaleo comes out and gets in Jay's face, but then affirms his status as a member of Bullet Club. We get a nice bit of struggle around dominance, and the show goes off the air with Jay White triumphant but troubled, which is exactly what I was asking for a month ago. Timing and technical issues aside, this was a really good episode of Strong. Things are moving, some of these things have actual consequences for New Japan, 
Each segment either had or hinted at a story, and the presence of Kingston, Garcia, and the factory really helped with the synergy with AEW. Speaking of AEW, I am really interested to see what happens when Dynamite and Rampage start appearing on New Japan World in Japan. This is a pretty good deal. We will get fresh eyes on their show, it will give added value to New Japan World, and hopefully it will increase the chances of these companies coming up with cool stuff to do together. Wrestling is better when we all collaborate. Thanks guys, and congratulations on 100 episodes. It's a real milestone, and I hope you keep it strong for at least 100 more. Alright, thank you very much, Mr. Ian. And, yeah, uh, I'm... I'm... I'm in agreements with uh, you about Hikaleo. You can train him up to wrestle behind the scenes and stuff, but when he's on screen as a character, yeah, definitely. Use him as the enforcer type. That would be much better use for him because, uh, yeah, who wants to see a slow lumbering match every time? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Um, he's a giant, and I you know, I get it, but that's that's a hard thing to be. There's a, there's That's a really hard thing like role in pro wrestling it's hard to do right and like it's almost impossible i mean there's only one andre the giant you know what i mean and uh, yeah anyway hey so uh ian thank you so much for the congratulations on 100 episodes we really appreciate it and uh, we could have done it without you for real like for real we couldn't have done it without you and uh, you're a big inspiration we really appreciate you participating in the show and if you haven't please go listen to our hundredth episode, uh, which is uh, on the feed right now. So you want to go listen to that, where we talk about all kinds of stuff, including things. Excellent. You know what? I might actually go back and watch this strong one because Jay White and Chris Sabin, at yeah. least just that match, that actually looks like a good time. So uh, uh, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to give that a shot. There was a, like a botched finish. Like there was some kind of botched finish in a uh, impact mm. match. Where like it was Motor City, Motor City Machine Guns against Chris Bay and Jay White, and Jay White like broke up a pin, but the the ref just counted it anyway, and like every you could tell everybody was like, oh, this ain't right. <laughs> like Jay White was not <laughs> supposed to lose this match. He didn't, you know, he didn't get pinned, thank goodness, but Chris Bay did. But it wasn't supposed to go that way clearly, and you could tell they're all like, oh boy, somebody fucked up, and it is not. <laughs> Man, it happens. I haven't seen Mr. J. White make that many botches ever, actually. He's pretty no, it crisp. wasn't his fault. It was the ref. <laughs> For real. He broke the pin up, and the ref just counted it anyway. The fuck you doing, ref? He's refs, Luke. Unless the ref Chumpy. Oh, man. They can fuck off. I, I, can't, I can't even see Chumpy doing that kind of stuff. Like, no. and, and Ian seems really happy that they're doing stories again on, uh, on Strong as well. Yeah. So uh, that's also also nice. It's at least like if he's going to cover a show that we have no interest in uh, in watching, at least it's fun for him. That's how I'd want it to be too. We do need the answer though, uh, Ian. We need the answer to who the of the question of who is going to take the belt off the guy that has had it forever, the strong title. Tomola. Yeah, who's going to take it off of him? Please, we need the answer to that. You know. Yeah. Does Strong even remember that there's a guy on that show that has a title on it? Have they forgot it? Remember when they had that big show and you were like, you and I were like, this is their big chance to show us what they got. There's no title match. Why aren't you putting six a- man chance? Six man. Yeah. Why? 
Oh, oh my God. I guess that is kind of... Um, yeah. Well, should we get to the main event? Yeah! I'm excited. All right. It's a, it's a good match. I watched this in a Japanese commentary, so, you know, it was good. It was, it's so uh, Zack Sabre Jr. What? Nothing. Just repeating what you said. Shut up. It's Zack Sabre Jr. versus Kazuchika Okada. And it's a good match. It's also one that's not that slow, which is a problem I have with Okada matches a lot of the time. I think Zack's... I think that's Zach's influence for sure. It's This is the first time I noticed or not only is he wearing the gold and the black, and that was from last time, I also feel like he's toned up and he's beefed up a little bit too. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty cool. And he'll do wrestling, all sorts of wrestling that you, you don't always see him do. Like he won't back away from a strike exchange now. I guess that's the heel to face thing. He'll, he'll strike with you. He'll do drop kicks and shit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and and all this kind of stuff which he doesn't normally do, so uh, I kind of I kind of like that. We're seeing different aspects, and I think that might be maybe maybe that's the influence of uh, wrestling with Tai Chi for so long. You're gonna pull some of that kind of stuff out, so it was good. But uh, you mentioned this at the start, and I'm like, yeah, he really does love this. He, he lo- Okada loves his feeling out process, where he's like, all right, oh, let's have a sequence now. Oh, oh, it's on. He always oh, has, he has to, that. He has, and he goes to the outside to go like, oh, I don't know, you know, I don't yeah. know if I can do this. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, we've seen you wrestling in tag matches for weeks, and you've wrestled in singles before. Get your ass in there. <laughs> I like it. It's fun. He does a good it's, job in this match too of telling the story on his face, you know, which yep. it's Okada is. This is he does really really good performance in this match. This match was exactly what i thought it would be and i don't mean that in a bad way i mean it's to mean like okada's winning this but that son of a bitch is going to make me believe first that he's not winning and he did and uh i guess that's one of his massive strong talents there to uh to do that to make you think he's going to lose and then he just doesn't so yeah what do you think of this one mr andy this is a tremendous match It's, uh, you know, Okada's all in, you know, this is a big main event and everything of a show that has almost every title defended on it. It's night of champions, as I said, at the beginning of the show. And most importantly, Zach's, uh, all day. I dream about sex boots have finally shown up. So he has his Adidas, uh, (laughs) matching boots for his, his, uh, gold gear and Twitter was delighted by that, which was great. Um, but, uh, you know, there was like this, like we talked about at the beginning, this whole thing where Okada's just, you know, selling with his face that he's in trouble a little bit. He's got this face. You know how he has, he has a couple of faces he makes. One is the I, I'm serious and this is just a title match. That's like versus Tanahashi. You know, mm-hmm. then there's the like I don't know if I'm taking this super seriously versus Naito. You know, then there's the I'm in trouble versus Zack Saber Jr. I'm in a little bit of trouble. My ego's got a little crack in it. And then my favorite one is the I'm facing a young lion. Fuck you. <laughs> That's my favorite. I, be- but, I believe we saw that in the Watto match. Yes. Oh, yes. God, poor Watto. Yeah, that uh, that definitely was on his face. But, yes, there was a really cool part in this match where they're, like, grappling and shit. And they just fall out of the damn ring doing arm bars and shit. And it's like, how? <laughs> what? That was amazing. Also... Um, so Okada goes for that like neck breaker air raid thing 
Like, uh, and oh, and instead of hitting it, um, Zack Sabre Jr. does that shit where he's like crawling around on Okada's back doing different moves and stuff. And I love that. That is yep. bad ass shit. Fucking love it. So great. Um, they do like Cobra twist versions, you know, showing each other how they can do that because that's always been a thing between those two as well. And, um, you know, I there was a part where Zack Sabre Jr. had Okada dead to rights in that like crazy every limb is about to break hold. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, well, fuck. And that's really the part where I was like, oh, it's over. You know, um, but the crowd was nuts for this whole match. They're oohing and on and everything that happens. Um, you know, we had a really great uh, near fall, and then Zack Saber Jr. immediately into this like nasty Fujiwara arm bar, and the crowd's like, oh, they're losing it. You know, but Zack had an answer for everything that Okada did. It's just Okada finally hit the drop kick. I mean, he had to like fake him out three times. And finally, like, got the drop kick where he wanted it, hit the five moves at Doom, went for it. You know, it just was, it was a very good match. I really like this a lot. And uh, they did a Okada, pretty cool tombstone on the outside to Zack Oh, yeah. As well. They did great moves on the outside to each other. When they out, went to the outside, okay. uh, Zack Sabre Jr. hit, like, a couple PKs right in a row. And then he ran over to the ring uh like the the uh guardrail did like a running pk but then that's when okada caught his leg picked him up did the tombstone on fucking ground it's another series of absolutely amazing matches for zack saber jr as well yep. and uh you know yeah i can't wait to see what's next for him but uh we find out what's next for okada that's and it's weird not, it's not a surprise oh lo and behold it's the guy that beat him in the new japan cup it's Tetsuya Naito, of of course. If Okada won, I was wait, I'm waiting for Naito to come out, right? And he does, and he, of course, comes out to challenge uh, Okada for the title. I think that's, what's that, Dontaku? Well, no, what happens is that Okada calls out Naito, and, and he challenges Naito, which is weird. He's like, ah, who do I want to wrestle? I'll wrestle Naito. And he calls Naito out. So, like, normally Naito would come out and challenge him, but it was the other way around. It was kind of weird. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's kind of weird. Don't talk to him. Yeah. But, yeah. But, I, you know, I feel like Okada's that kind of kind of guy to be like, hmm, this wrestler beat me, so I now have to prove how much better I am by defending my title Beating against him. him 300 times. Yes. <laughs> we just saw this match twice, so I'm, I'm a little – that's kind of okay, but maybe they want to outdo what they've done. Cause I don't think these two have really like their last couple outings haven't been the best, you know, I yeah. think that they can do so. Oh, well, so we'll definitely, definitely find out. So that is the hyper battles, the battle that is extraordinarily hyper. It's even more hyper. If you watch it like 1.5 speed or something like that, which I did not. Well, here's what you do. Okay, Luke, if you really want to watch Hyper Battle properly, you get your coffee machine, right? And you get a bunch of those five-hour energies. You dump those in the coffee machine. You're going to make it your coffee with that instead of water, okay? (laughs) Then you drink that while you're watching Hyper Battle, and your heart will explode. And that's what you want. That's exactly what you want. So, yeah, should we – do you want to talk about Dontaku for a little bit or – 
Oh, you don't want to talk about Golden Fight Series? They're just house shows, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they are house shows with all of your favorite wrestlers, including Tiger Mask and Giotto and <laughs> Yo. And they'll all be tagging together. <laughs> but uh, this this will be a fun one, I guess. Uh, I, I, well, we've got Fujinami, Shingo, and Hiromu. Why is he back? Why is versus... Fujinami back? Uh, I'm surprised Fujinami hasn't been signed by Noah because they love the <laughs> old know. guy. some made him champion. They're but, like, uh, damn, he can work still. Do you reckon they'll have... Uh, Fujinami job, uh, job out, Taka. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, he's going to get dragon screwed and then tap out mid dragon screw. That's right. And then we've got Tongaloa versus Yujiro, um, oh. which will be a match that we're watching. Then we've got. <laughs> hey, if they come out and surprise us, we'll, we'll, we'll say it. Um, yeah. We've got uh, Ask Masters versus Yoshinobu Kanemaru and Doki. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And all right. So for our next our next matches, we've got a IWGP tag team triple threat. It's uh, Team Bishamon, uh, Rogue Chase, General Dudes, Baglot and Chase Owens, and Khan on the cob. So uh, I'm hoping the champs retain there. I hope so. Yeah. Then we've got uh, Tamatonga versus Evil, El Desperado versus Ishimori, Tanahashi versus uh, that guy Osprey, and Okada versus Naito. That's a pretty bananas card, dude. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm interested to see it. And, you know, I've said it before, but again, I mean, this show that we just watched, Hyper Battle, not only was Mm -hmm. it really hyper, not only did it make you feel like you drank coffee made out of five-hour energy, but it also <laughs> had, it also felt a lot like a pre-COVID show. And like I'm hoping this is every every week I'm gonna be like this is the line of demarcation. You know, after this, no more COVID shows. You know, the COVID era is over. We're now in the post-COVID era. I hope. I just really want to see you know, or hear more of the crowds because this crowd was bonkers and I loved it. So all it's going to take is for someone to like forget about the rules and accidentally yell out. (laughs) And that's the floodgates. (laughs) It's going to be Dookie. Dookie's going to pin Taguchi in that match or Wado. He's going to pin it both at the same time. And someone's just going to go Dookie. And then the the floodgates will open, as you said, and it'll be, I mean, there'll even be somebody going, fuck a bag. That's always, that's always Honma. It is, that's true. <laughs> oh my goodness. We have shot our ball. Man, that was, that was good. Doing some back to backsies. Yeah, I don't know what you mean. I don't know what I mean either. And so, because of that, uh, yeah, he's still the best. He is our hero. He is the protector, the great protector. He's, you know, in greater Khan, we trust. 